Family from the Heart podcast episode number 118. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hi, this is Paul Young, author of The Shack, and you're listening to Cliff and Stephanie and Family from the Heart. And welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm going to turn Stephanie up so we can hear her better. Well, that's not my fault. (laughs) I try. I know, I know. Hey, this is our weekly podcast where we give you a behind-the-scenes look into what's going on in the lives of the Ravenscrafts and, uh, you know, to give you some thoughts on family life and all that other jazz. Right. Blah, 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 blah. So, hey, anyway, we want to uh, let you know that today is going to be heavily focused on the entertainment end of the world, at least for my contributions right up front. And then I think Stephanie's going to pull up an email uh, that um, we're going to read and, and maybe have some conversation about. Is is that still going to happen? I don't think we're going to read the email in its entirety. Okay. But I'm going to share what it was about. Okay. Gotcha. And then we'll just have that conversation. Right. All right. Fair enough. All right. So here's the deal. Entertainment sorts of things. I want to let people know that uh, I've had quite the time at the movies lately. <laughs> Seriously. And uh, had some fun. Uh, there is some. I need to get out. <laughs> I I told you you can go out tonight if you I want. I know. I think I might. All right. So you need, to, you need to work that out so you can go out and spend some time alone tonight. All right. So anyway, uh, this week I had the opportunity since the last episode to see two different movies. One I went and saw with my son, Matthew. Uh, we saw The Sorcerer's Apprentice, which I will say uh, we have a review of, and you'll hear that in just a moment. I saw by myself, the first time I've went to a movie by myself in a long time, uh, I saw the movie Inception, and I'll give you some thoughts on that. I also took in a different form of entertainment. I watched my very first ever World Cup game. Right. And I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that. And then, Stephanie, has anything that's on your mind uh, Think that you're thinking of as far as topics that we're going to cover? No, I don't. It's really unfair that um, to Family from the Heart now that full-time mom follows it directly uh-huh. because I don't bring as much here. Because I got to save something for over there. You got to save something for there. All right, I, fair enough. I'll, so I mean, I'll keep keeping. I'll keep bringing the stuff up. But over sometimes here. So, something's just going to come up. All right. And when we were going to talk about walking together, that's something. Oh, we'll pop, see. I don't have I that in here yet. I forgot well, to put that into the thing. So we're going to because talk about, we talked about it while we were walking. <laughs> walking together. All right. So there you go. We that's what we're going to talk about today. Just in case you wanted to tune out now, if all of that sounds completely boring to you. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm out of here. <laughs> hey, now. Come on. You can't walk out. Darn it. So, folks, we want to uh, let you know uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. We went and saw it with our I went and saw it with Matthew. We recorded an on location sort of interview or uh, review. Seven minutes and 14 seconds in length. So, Stephanie, okay. plenty of time. I can tell you that as um, every time the the trailer comes on the TV now. He talks about how much he loved that movie and how he wants to go see it with everybody else. All right. Like he wants. He, the, what the review you're going to hear here is this is an absolutely, totally awesome movie to go take your young son to go see. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here you go. Hey, everybody. Cliff Ravenscraft here. And I'm Matthew Ravenscraft. And we are in the car just now heading home from yet another press screening of a new movie that is being released this week. And Matt, do you want to tell them what it is? The Sorcerer's Apprentice. All right, and uh, this is a movie that I had not really known very much about ahead of time. Had you heard about this movie a lot before? Yes. What did you think about the movie before we went to see it? How did you hear about it? Um, weird. It looks kind of weird, and I um, heard it on commercials and stuff. Well, when you saw the commercials, did you say to yourself, wow, that's a movie that I want to see? Uh, no. No? Straight away. Not straight away. Now, is it something after you saw the commercial a few different times, then you decided, yeah, I'd love to go see that? Yeah. What What was it that changed your mind? Um, how good it looks. Because um, st- some, sometimes I get on the computer and I just, like, um, go to some websites and I, um, and I... 
because one time I searched on Transformers website and I learned about the movie on there. And and that's what I did to that and so I learned about the movie and it made me want to like watch it. Okay, so so then that's where you learned about the movie and you wanted to watch it. Is there anything like th- did you know what the movie was going to be about before we went there? Um I could tell it in the title. Oh, okay. You could tell with the title of The Sorcerer's Apprentice. So, what did you think about the movie? It was good. Like, good in what way? Like, um, the second best movie I saw. Really? The first best movie that you've seen being what? Um, I don't really know. There's like, there's a tie. There's a tie for best movie? Yes. Okay, and what what's the tie between for best movie? Um, Karate Kid and Toy Story 3. And this one was not as good as either of those two. Mm-mm. But it was good. It was in, it, it comes in second place between those two, after those two. Yes. All right. Well, I would have to agree with you that Toy Story 3 is better, and Karate Kid was better. But, um, this was a pretty good movie. Yeah. Now, it's a, it's a story that started off kind of a little weird it started to tell like some kind of backstory and the the filmography or the cinematography of it uh, of the first few scenes almost seemed a little cheesy in a way yeah i almost thought that they were going to uh pan away from maybe like a cheesy made for tv movie kind of thing uh, in in the whole scenario or there in the beginning but it turns out that that was really the beginning of the movie Mm-hmm. And the the sound was a little funky, and then all of a sudden they bring this very ancient time to like a modern day New York City, um, and there it you know obviously it's a little bit of a love story, it's a little bit of magic and all of that stuff. What did you think about the magic stuff? Um, it was really cool. I I saw it coming after one of the commercials. What did you think about the love story? Um, weird and good. All right. Good enough. Fair enough. Well, we won't obviously tell them about the love story and who who fell in love and, and how the relationships all ended. But what we can say is that it was a very interesting story. And funny. And there was lots of funny parts. That is absolutely correct. It's rated PG for humor. Yeah, there's some humor, and I think they said there was some brief, mild language in the movie, but I didn't really pay attention to hear much very bad language. Yeah, I didn't either. Hmm. So, anyway, um, that was good. Now, uh, the story, would you would would you say it's kind of like Harry Potter or, or the uh, Percy Jackson movies at all? Um, it's kind of half of both. Kind of half of both? It doesn't quite have the production quality of a Harry Potter, does it? No, it steals the magic, and um, you know um, how he was a half-blood, Percy Jackson was? They stole that. Oh, okay, I never thought about that, but I guess that makes kind of sense. Um, Because he said um, he was kind of like a little bit as the same as that one person. That's right, the bloodline, he, somewhere in his bloodline, he was a descendant of this Merlin, I guess, the magician. Yes. Anyway, um, I want to say that as a as a dad going to take his eight year old son, I really enjoyed watching that movie with you. Yeah. And as an eight year old son going with his dad, did you really enjoy it? Yes. Is this something that if let's just say if some folks were listening to our podcast, if they decided. That, you know, hey, we don't have free tickets to go see the press screening like Cliff and Matt does um, do. Uh, is, is it something that you think that they should spend their hard-earned money to go see this movie together as a father and son? Yeah. You think it'd be worth the money? Yes. I think I would agree with that. I would say that that probably moms and dads, probably to go see this movie, it wouldn't be as interesting for them. But if they have... Uh, Young boys, I, I think. Do you think your, your sisters would like this movie? Kind of. I think they might. I, I, especially the love story stuff. Blah blah blah. Megan would probably really get a kick out of that, huh? Yeah. 
But I think it was, I, I feel like it was a little bit more geared towards boys. What do you think? Um, yeah, and only to make Megan not like it, you have to make one of per, like, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to make Megan like it, it'd have to have Robert Pattinson. I like that. You're, you're right on there, I think. Anyway, so I, I think uh, overall, I would say good family movie to take young kids to. Uh, and primarily, I would say the, the young boys are going to really like this movie. And I really don't, unfortunately, I can't say whether or not the young girls would like it because Megan and McKenna didn't come see it with us. Yep. But we enjoyed it, and it was a fun time together. Anything else you want to say about the movie? Um, it's really good, and it's... It's just really good. All right. All right. And, well, that's our review of The Sorcerer's Apprentice. We give it a thumbs up and uh, hope that if you go to see it that you enjoy it and let us know that you decided to go see it because of what we said. Right, Matt? Yeah. We'll talk to you later. All right. So there you go. What do you think about that movie review? My son's getting pretty good at those, isn't he? He is. He really is. Oh, man. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love his little one word answers when it being in a house with, you know, these two girls who never, ever stop talking. And then he's just like, yep. Yep. I have nothing more to add. That's that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And if you guys like to hear Matthew, you should check out Gaming with Matt. Um, you can find that over at gspn.tv under the entertainment podcasts. Uh, there's one episode of Gaming with Matt on there now. Uh, and uh, I think if you're a Plus member, there's even more Gaming Myth Matt episodes. Mm. So check it out. Right. All right. So anyway, um, uh, obviously, there's the review of that. I, I suggest it's a good family movie. It's definitely not something like date night movie worthy, but certainly take your kids. It's right. fun. Okay. All right. So the other thing is, is I saw Inception. You did see Inception. Inception has Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. in it. Um, which to me that's not a selling point or a drawback right. either he's way. He's a fantastic actor, though. He's good. He really is. Um, he looks funny, but <laughs> I mean, outside of that, he looks like himself. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure. <laughs> what is it that makes I, him look funny? I don't know. I just I, I think I think I remember when Titanic came out came out and everybody's oh Leonardo. Well, he was a lot younger then. Oh, do you think that's what it is? I don't know. Anyway. Say, I, I can't say. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. I mean, I look funny. So. <laughs> I, well, I was going to say the same thing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't. I, I just, I mean, it's like, I don't right. know. I, I think no, I'm just I living him, back in Titanic um, days where everybody's like, oh my gosh, he's right. so gorgeous. It's like, okay. What, well, he, right? he was the Robert Pattinson of then. You know, I think it was Robert Pattinson's not all that great looking either. I know you don't. <laughs> Your daughter does. <laughs> I, obviously. Um. What was I going to say? I was going to say that the last movie I saw um, Leo in was um, Revolutionary Road. Oh, my goodness. Is that, that a good one? Is, yes. Yes. That the it, it was um, the acting in that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It really was. Well, um, this movie, Stephanie, yes. was weird. First and foremost. Right. I Clearly, will- I didn't go. I went to go see this movie, and I will tell you the first 10 to 15 minutes of the movie, I was wondering, number one, am I, a- am I going to be able to follow along? Because it's, it's already just getting a little complex. You know, it's like, I, I don't, you know, I'm not used to going to a movie that makes you think, you know, I, it's, I, I go to a movie to unplug, unwind, relax. Right. And in this movie, it, you, all, you get the impression that you're going to have to think a lot just to follow all the different stuff that's going on. So I, I, I spent the first few minutes thinking, you know, am I going to be able to keep up? And I will be honest with you, the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie, I, I questioned myself, do I even want to keep up? Okay. Uh, I, it didn't draw me in immediately. And... um. And and to be honest with you, I'm sitting there thinking, should I have stayed home and and instead of going out to the movies by myself, should I have just stayed home and worked? Because uh I was supposed to go to this movie with my with my dad and and he actually bailed on the last minute and so I end up going by myself. So I'm like, I don't know. I, I just don't know how to feel about this. Then they really start to show, you know, some a little bit of a special effect here, and they start showing some different things about, 
you know, j- different things. And of course, you remember the is it Escher? They've been showing a lot of Escher stuff style inspired work in um, Warehouse Thirteen. Okay. Uh, which I have no is idea what the, that means. the staircases where okay. it, they show that you know you you it oh, looks yes, like you're okay. endlessly walking mm-hmm. the the eternal staircase. Right. Well, they show a little bit of something like that in here, and and there's there's this fact that you can actually have people, multiple people, in the same dream, put them in the same dream, and and uh, I won't give all of it away, but I will just say it is a truly unique story that I've never heard of before. And after about 20 minutes into the movie, I was sold on it. And after the first 30 minutes, I was completely enveloped in the entire... I forgot that I was in the theater kind of feeling. Right. And it's like, wow, this is very cool. Uh, And I will tell you, it took a lot to set up the story, but they did such a great job of setting the foundation in the first 15, 20 minutes that it really wasn't too difficult from that point forward to just understand everything that was going on in the movie. I mean, every everything made perfect sense. It's almost to the point where somebody who is more, you know, into physics and, and all that other psychoscience and all that, they'll probably think it was way too dumbed down. Okay. But they made it easy enough to where I think just the casual average person could enjoy the story. And it was a great movie. It cool. was a great movie. It was fun uh, to watch. And there was some really cool action scenes done in a way that I've not seen action scenes before. And um, just it was very creative. It was unique and original. And the the very final scene, all I, I will just say, wow. <laughs> I can't believe they ended it that way. And I didn't know if I was totally, completely, and utterly disappointed or if I think, Wow, that was the most awesome way on that I could ever dream, quote unquote, of them <laughs> of them to end this movie. Okay. And so I I will tell you, I will I will say definitely not for the kiddies. I don't know if I would say this is a date night movie or not. I think you would enjoy it. I don't know that most women would. I think you would enjoy this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. Um I think but I think it's more of a uh, it's more of an, a guy's kind of movie. Okay, I you know, but it's not mind bending, mind altering in in a creepy kind of way. Right. It's not like you're gonna have bad dreams at night. It's it's a it's a good story. And uh, interesting. I think I think you would like it. Okay. I think you would like it, and it's one that I would probably. I would never go back and pay to see this movie again. But you'll add it to our Netflix too? I, I would, if you would agree to watch it with me, I would add it to Netflix. I will. I, or I would pick or it up. Or I will at, agree to sleep through it like I did Surrogates. So, yeah. you know. Surrogates was okay, but this was a ton better than Surrogates. Okay. Surrogates was okay. But which it, is weird. Which, by the way, we, we, did. we, we watched, watched. We've watched a lot of movies this week. I we know. Really have. We have. So or over the last week. What and let me just say this. If I actually spent the money to go to the theaters, would I feel disappointed about and 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 we're still talking about Inception here. I don't think that knowing as little about the movie as I knew before that I would actually pay to go see the movie. I would say this would be I it's right on the edge of whether or not I would say go and pay full price to see it at the good theaters or if I'd say you know what? This is, and it's definitely a movie you'd want to see at the theater, right? If if you can, because you're gonna want to see it on the on the big, the screen. big screen. So, but it, it would be one that I would say eh, you could possibly potentially wait until it gets to the discounted theaters. Okay, but but I would say you probably wouldn't be too disappointed if you went and paid full price. Cool. All right. Yeah. So that's my review there. Awesome. All right. So um. So surrogates was uh, Bruce Willis. Oh, that movie. was bad. And it it wasn't. It was not good. Uh, I mean, it, well, it was entertaining enough that no. I watched it and right. I didn't fall asleep like you did. I fell asleep um, at the climax of the movie. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> but the funny thing was is that I fell asleep, but I woke up and I still knew exactly how it ended. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So Thank I mean, you, Netflix streaming. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So... That is, that's our entertainment end of it. Oh, you know what? There's still the World Cup thing. Right, World Cup. So, obviously, this whole soccer thing fiasco has uh, 
you know, this thing known as the World Cup, or I guess people would say, Cliff, it's football. I'm like, okay. Uh, so this, Not this here, here it's soccer. So the soccer thing took up, you know, Twitter and it took Twitter down because all these people tweeting about it and all this other stuff. So I decided, you know what? I am going to watch the final game about, you know, of the World Cup. And it was between the Netherlands and Spain. And so there were two reasons why I was interested in checking it out. Or actually three reasons. Number one, I, I really enjoy soccer. I like going and watching, um, I like watching, uh, Matthew play soccer and and stuff like that and I enjoy and and I wish it was on TV more and I'm like you know what I would like to watch this then there's you know also the whole social media aspect of it. everybody out there is um uh you know talking about the World Cup and then there's also the fact that it was the Netherlands so Father Roderick's home country right is is in there and so obviously I, I knowing nothing about any of the teams anywhere. Uh, and, and how I choose to root for the Netherlands and boy Father Roderick I'm sorry but your country's team is lousy as far as their sportsmanship all I can say is that it is absolutely horrendous the crap that they did in this game there this was not this was not soccer this is rugby I mean, I'm telling you, these people were beating the crud out of each other. And I'm talking, you know, it, it, intentional foul after intentional foul after intentional foul. It's just like, what? Right. Ever. Well, I didn't see the game. I saw the, um, I think I did see the last, like, overtime. Or did I just see them replay it so much? I think that I saw it. I don't know. But I came in right as it was ending or just as you it You came had, at, as it had just ended had and they were doing all the replays. And they were doing, okay. And waiting for the the medal ceremony and everything, right? Yeah. But um, even the even the sports announcers were talking about how much of a dirty game it was. A dirty, dirty that game. Really, that they were just not S- playing. Spain was Spain was not completely free of playing oh, dirty, no, but right. I, I really believe that they played dirty in response to, to what was happening to okay. them. But but obviously, I will tell you, Spain certainly had a more sportsmanlike conduct and played a little bit more decent soccer. And, and, and I must say, I'm glad they won. I really am. They, they played, they uh, played a better game. They played a better, they played a better game and a more enjoyable game to watch on their end of it. And I, and, and some of the, fa- I mean, we're talking about the fact that, you know, usually, you know, you got somebody who's getting ready to go and kick the ball and it's a, it's an intentional foul. If you go and kick their feet out from under them, uh, you know, and you're supposedly going after the fall, ball, but you're not. You're going to intentionally going trip them. them right? That's that they were doing that all the time. But there was one where this. I mean, this Spain was right. I mean, they had they were on a roll, and there was this one guy from the Netherlands who jumped up in the air and literally took his full leg and completely plowed it into this guy's gut. I mean, it is absolutely. I mean, there that was just at that point. I'm like. This is the stupid. I mean, people are. I mean, people are bringing down Twitter. To, I mean, the only thing I could think is they're bringing down Twitter to complain about how horrendous this stuff is. This isn't soccer, and the only reason I keep calling it soccer, you can say it's football all you want, but the fact is, is here in the states when I say football, a majority of the people think football, right, which is NFL, American football, right. which I could care less about football either. How but, did we get? I don't understand how we ended up taking the same sport that they play. And calling it a completely different name. I have no clue. And then making up our own sport with a different ball and calling it what they call. I have the American football has the it is the stupidest name on the face because you don't play it with your foot. You don't play it with your foot. You hold it. Only the kicker does. I mean, soccer. I can soccer is Is football. football. I would agree with that. But if I say football, people think that you know pigskin. Right, the oblong. Exactly. So anyway. Well, that's my <laughs> that's my world of entertainment this week. I have uh, you know taken in a lot of entertainment um, and and stuff like that in between a bunch of other stuff going on. But uh, it's been fun. It, 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 there's uh, some enjoyable stuff. I, I I will say that I didn't enjoy that game, but I would imagine what everybody told me on Twitter is that they were playing dirty because well they de- they just had to win. And I'm like, forget that. That's if you that's have ridiculous. to win, play with your heart. Yeah. But I, I, I would like to see some because I've seen some highlights of soccer games where it's like you see some amazing passes and some score, some goals scored and stuff like that. I mean, th- there wasn't a single goal scored until the end of the game. Right. And that was after 
uh, 90 minutes plus a couple overtime chunks. So anyway, but nothing so that I can say out loud. Oh, okay. so I'll just think it in my mind and all right. Fair enough. Uh, so Stephanie, what yes. else did we say? Oh, you tell us about the walks. What's going on here? Okay. Well, um, we've just been walking together. That's all. All right. And so now we're going to move on to another topic. <laughs> no, um, well, tell them about your okay. goal first. Have we talked about the goal? I talked about the goal on full-time mom. So no, I haven't. Tell them about your goal. I don't know if I've actually talked about it here, but I made a goal to walk 100 miles in July to help me reach the goal that I had made for, um, I'd like to lose 15 pounds and be comfortably wearing a size six by my birthday, which is August 10th. And, um, so to help me reach that goal, I set a goal to move my body 100 miles, um, in July. And it's funny that when I started this, I said, move my body because I assumed that I would be doing a lot of it on the elliptical. Mm -hmm. And I know other people get really mad when I call that walking or running or whatever. So I said, move my body, but I've actually been walking the majority of it. And, um, so in my attempt to walk 100 miles in July, I have been um, walking all the time. <laughs> and that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm always walking, but always I'm not. Um, so anyway, Cliff has been, um, was it Monday? Maybe you said. I love Rob in the chat room. He says, could you not use the car? <laughs> You'd move your body a hundred miles. I would move my body a hundred <laughs> miles, but it would do nothing for my physical activity. You're right. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Thanks for that. Rob. <laughs> anyway, right. um, I have no idea what you're going to say. I have no say. idea. Um, so you, so you, you created this goal. I did, and you, you got a little bit of a late start because of our vacation, right? And um, that was three point like what three point one miles every day or three point two miles every it's day. It's three point two miles a day. Mm-hmm. Um, one hundred miles divided by thirty one days in July is is three point two miles a day, and um, that's very doable for me. And yeah, but that's seven days a week. That's seven days a week. Right. Well, even walking six miles one day is very doable for me. Right. So anyway, um, I did get a little bit behind because of our vacation and, um, I had a migraine one day, so I didn't, I didn't walk anything that day. So I, I am behind on the 100 miles, but I'm not concerned. I'm, you know, that's my goal and I'm going to do everything I can to try to make that goal. Right. And um, isn't that the whole purpose of That's making a, whole, a goal? Yeah, absolutely. To work every day to to reach it? Yeah. So anyway, this week on Monday, Cliff says, what about, um, I'm sorry, 75 circuits from the sofa to the fridge and back. Okay. Um, but what you're getting from the fridge is really probably not helping you much. I think I think Rob's just having some fun. <gasps> I know. And by the way, in the chat room, I'm Rob have to like put se- it down the- because he's totally distracted. I know he is. Uh, but it, it, Rob says I walk three miles a day. That's 75 circuits from the sofa to the, the fridge, fridge and, and back. back. I love that. I love that. Um, Funny stuff. And yeah, th- this has this doesn't even count the walking that I do like at the grocery store or right. you know um, cleaning the house or whatnot. But um. On Monday, you said, hey, you want to go for a walk? It was just in the middle of the afternoon. You had some time, and we went for a walk. We ended up walking like three and a half miles. And um, it was great because we really haven't been having a lot of time to spend together. And so we had, you know, some great conversation. We both got physical activity in, and um, and that was and that was fantastic. So then on Tuesday, I was like, hey – you want to go for a walk with me tonight? And you said yes. And so, you know, we went for a walk on Tuesday and it's just been a great time to, um, to bond and, and to have conversation that doesn't happen behind a microphone. Yes. It, it, we have. And of course, with when, you half distracted. Well, here's the deal is, is these walks aren't like 15 minute strolls. Either. No, they're like, um, I think Tuesday night, we were out for an hour and a half. An hour and a half walk, my yeah. friends. It was awesome. It really was. We did five miles on Tuesday. Yeah, five miles. And then we did three and a half. On Monday. Mm-hmm. On Monday. Mm-hmm. And how much did we do the day before last? Tuesday. Did we do? We did five miles on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. So we, three you and went a half backwards. on Monday. All right. So, okay. 
So that's eight and a half miles of walking, if right. I did my math correctly there, which is, <laughs> is kind of spotty from time to time. Uh, but anyway, we, we, so we've already walked eight and a half miles together this week, and it has been fun because, um, you know, a lot of, you know, it's been summertime. We haven't had our date nights and date weeks or whatever. Right. Well, we usually have a date once a week. While the kids are in school, yep. but we haven't had that in over a month. And right, and and that that's something I want to change. By the way, I want to I want to arrange something outside of just a movie press screening. I just right. want to have a night where you and I can go out. Well, movie and, press screening ends up being work. It does in a way. In a way, you know. I mean, it, it, not, I don't I don't see it as that. I don't either because we don't really do like what Matt and I do, which right. is record our reviews right yes. there. I think it's more of uh, more than that because we usually, just, but but usually we we spend our time waiting in line for the movie and yeah. and then we're sitting there watching a movie, not really interacting. We don't really have any conversation, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's been fun to get out and walk and just have some conversation with one another and and stuff. So right, I told you on Tuesday, I'm excited to get back to you know. Like my regularly scheduled life um, where the kids go to school and I go do things because like right now I have nothing to talk about. I told you in five minutes, everything that happened to me like that all of Tuesday and Monday night. Right. <laughs> like I told you everything that had happened in five minutes. Well, what's been cool is and I, I totally get that. But what's cool is I've been able to keep you informed of, you know, more of the stuff that goes on in my mind, like some of the. Some of the things that That's happen great. to so me. So you're connecting with me, but I have nothing to share with you. I mean, you you get what I'm talking yeah, no, about, I right? Do get okay. it. Yeah, I do understand. Okay. So go out tonight by yourself. Go have some experiences, and <laughs> let's go for a walk tomorrow. And go you have tell some me all experiences. about. It. Yes. <laughs> what out. is it exactly that you want me to experience? I don't know. Go get a life, will you? <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Trust me, I'm trying. Uh, but anyway, we want, we just want to say it's been fun uh, walking together. It has. Uh, very long distances, but it's still fun. Uh, it, it's taking up my my consuming of uh, podcasting in audiobook time. But I told you, you could listen and I could, I'm telling you, I walk um, at a faster pace when I'm listening to music. Yeah. So when I start slowing down, you could listen to a podcast. And I can, we're still walking together. And then maybe I have something to talk about when maybe, I'm done. Maybe we'll talk. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll give that a try and see how it works. I don't know if it'd be the same benefit. As I don't think it would together, but I uh, don't think it would yeah. at all. I don't think so either. Anyway, we want to uh, stop here for just a second. Okay. And say thank you to Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash G-S-P-N. Head over there right now. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. Slash GSPN. Isn't today like their big yeah, education today, set? Yeah, today is the, for those of you who are joining us live, uh, today is their big, gigantic, whopping, uh, en- you know, education sale. So go over to Mardell.com and you can you can find out there if you're there. But of course, most of you are listening to this on the on the download. And so, of course, for you all the time, if you go to Mardell.com slash GSPN, you will have uh, access to the recommended products that we have listed there. And, of course, by buying your products from Mardell.com, we do get uh, a little extra push every time you do that for the renewal of our next contract of sponsorship, which is very meaningful to us. And you also get 10% off by using promo code GSPN in the shopping cart as well. So check that out. And, Stephanie, this week we did uh, – I know we keep talking I, – I think it's one of my favorite products – that we've purchased so far from Mardell.com. Mm-hmm. And that is the one year of dinner table devotionals and discussion starters. Um, this little book has been awesome. And last night you actually did and led the devotional time, which I enjoyed. Thank you. I did. So it was fun. And it's, it's cool because the, the conversations are getting a little bit more serious mm-hmm. and a little bit more deep. And even make McKenna is starting to get a good feel for, how to more appropriately answer some questions. Yeah. Although I do love her go-to answers, yeah. you know, like because you love Jesus and <laughs> yes, <laughs> because he wants you to do what's right. Th- those are like her go-to answers and it's really funny. Right. But so she's getting it. Uh, the one thing I noticed on here and Daryl, I don't know if you're actually in the chat room or not. No, he said he would be away from his desk because right. he is over. Working on the orders that are coming in for the day. I want to make sure. I w- let, can you go to GSPN or Mardell.com slash GSPN real quick? Are you asking me? Yes, you. Okay. And tell me what can we take off of the featured products and move down to the bottom? 
where it says recently mentioned. And because I want to put Blockus as a featured product. Right. That is going to talk about playing with the kids. Yeah. um, Blockus is uh, a game. And I know we've talked about it here in the past, but I will just say that this is a game that my kids just love to play over and over again. Take off the busy mom's devotional. Take off the busy mom's devotional guide and put it down here. Yeah. So, so Daryl, if you happen to listen to this on the download, do me a favor. Let's move uh, the busy. He will be getting emails. He said he'll be checking emails on his phone. Okay. But anyway, if we can move busy mom's devotional guide down to the bottom where it says recently mentioned products, and we'd love to feature the game Blockus on there because I tell you, this is, this is great. And of course you need four people to play, uh, but you can play two player. There's, there's instructions on how to do that. It's fun as well. But um, because Meg and I, Megs and I have, have done that. But uh, I just want to say thank you again to my friend Jonathan Nation uh, and his wife Helen for for introducing me to this game because our our family loves it, loves it. All right, so thank you, Mardell.com. Go to Mardell.com slash GSPN. Buy lots of products and help support your favorite show here, Family from the Heart. All right, Stephanie, what else do we have? I don't know. You had it. I had what? Uh, Melody's email is something that we have here. Do you want to put that off until next week? Until we can do that because I want you. Are to, we running on t- low on time or no? Something? We're not. Well, yeah, because we're at twenty minutes. We only have twenty minutes left. Okay. If we if we go to a full hour, all right. Which um you know we'll probably end up making that. But I do have some emails here that I had forgotten about um in the okay. feedback. So you can uh, of course give us a call. Voicemail phone number is eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. But I do have three little bits of email that I want to bring in here, or four, it looks like. So here's the first one. This is from May- Maya, M-A-Y-A. Is that Maya or Maya? Maya. All right, Maya. She says, first of all, this is international feedback from Ottawa, Canada. I wanted to mention a few things that I heard on your previous episodes of Family from the Heart. I should probably say that I am 15, currently in 10th grade. When I was listening to your podcast, I heard you guys were thinking about moving sometime in your future. I get that moving is a big deal for you, but just remember to keep things in perspective. When I was almost seven, my family immigrated here from Israel. I find that moving has been one of the most important experiences I have gone through. I remember everything about Israel, but I do appreciate Canada. I still have relatives there, including my sister and nephews, and and it is only now that I realized the country is my, let's see, the, the country is my roots. And let's see here, that I would like to return at least for a while. Anyway, she continues, also about higher education. I know I'm only 15, but I do have a life set out, uh, but I do have my life set out the way I want it to be. And I have very precise plans. I wanted to be a chef since I was 12. I always thought that going to university was the only thing you could do. After some thought, I realized that cooking school does not count as university in most people's eyes. Yet it is always yet it always did in mine. Technically, it isn't. However, it's still school. It's still learning. I agree with some of the feedback I heard and that we need more trade schools here in the United States. Oh, and I realized that this email is pretty long. You don't have to read the whole thing if you plan to use it on family from the heart. So she that says, was "Thanks, not Maya. very long." And she says, P.S. I am not a plus member, although I will be eventually. By my 16th birthday, I have, if I have everything to say about, anything to say about it. So if you plan to use this feedback, try to do it on an episode that's free on iTunes. Good news, Family from the Heart, every episode is free on iTunes. Thanks to our sponsor, Mardell.com slash GSPN. And she says, P.P.S. She says, if you do not plan to read the whole thing, then don't bother reading the second paragraph. The first is more important. Anyways, your choice. Feel free to read either. And she says, PPPS. Oh, and I've really enjoyed your podcasts. Thanks. That's awesome. So Maya, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, she's got a good head on her shoulders for somebody that is 15 years old. So, Absolutely. So uh, I, I wish you the greatest of success in, in pursuing a passion in cooking and becoming a chef. And so very Absolutely. interesting. Very cool. It's very cool. So glad to get feedback like that. I love I that. All right. So here's one from Amy Foster. Okay. And uh, let's see here. This did, says, did you call this interesting? 
What? You told me on our walk the other night that you had an email from Amy, and I'm trying to. Th- I think you. I'm just trying to remember the the um, descriptive word that you use. So go uh, ahead. Okay. She says, Stephanie and Cliff, I am whole woefully behind in listening so this feedback may feel a bit more uh been there done that however (laughs) i wanted to share my thoughts on two subjects that were raised in family from the heart episode 112 sorry for the long email but you have inspired me first moving my family moved 18 times in 21 years while i was growing up due to my father's job we built countless homes and i was never in the same school twice until my junior or junior to senior year in high school I am now 38. I have lived in the same city now for 10 years, truly a record, but have had five different addresses at that time. Just can't sit still. (laughs) So you could say that our family knows a little bit about moving. In fact, we have often said that we could write a book and I suggest that you should. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, and she actually says, anyway, the point that I was going to make uh, is that for us, home was always where our family was. There was an advent- there was adventure and something exhilarating about starting fresh, uh, but we knew we were always together. Through all of this, my younger brother and I learned life skills. Number one, we can adapt to new and undefined situations. Number two, we can make friends quickly, appreciate true friendship, and recognize fleeting relationships when we see them. Okay. Number three, We respect diverse opinions. Number four, we understand that roots grow within our family first. Now that I'm a mother, I want to instill all of these values in my five-year-old daughter. So I focus on them. So I focus on them and many other important things. But I was surprised the other day when I got this visceral thrill by something amazing and unexpected. At five, my daughter knows her postman her grocery bagger, and the lady who cuts her hair, her dentist, the place where her dog was buried in the backyard, her neighborhood signs and trees, and the route, her new big, uh, the route to her new big school. She is building an entirely different kind of root system than, that I never expected. She doesn't know that is special, but I feel it, and I'm enjoying that feeling. It seems like a cliche, but it's truly interesting how we can learn new things every day. No matter whether across town or to another state, I think moving would be a wonderful, enriching experience for your family, just maybe not every year. (laughs) And she says, okay, now onto the topic of education and choices. Growing up, I had two dreams. Number one, be a mom. Number two, contribute productively to a, to a specific company, company that I dearly loved. I have been driven in a pursuit of these dreams, both of which have come true. I achieved an MBA at 25 years old. I pursued this education not as a fallback plan, but as basic cost of entry to achieve one of my dreams. I regret not one moment of, being, of the investment in time, lost sleep, stress, and money into obtaining my degree. I am proud of those achievements. I truly learned important life lessons and valuable perspectives from intelligent people at the university. Nevertheless, the truth is, is that the past five years of being someone's mom have been far more educational and influential on the person I am and the compassionate leader I have become. My mom experience has strengthened my ability to make sound strategic decisions, to build relationships, to influence challenging people, to intimately understand our consumers, and overall have significantly contributed to my career success. Being a mom is an advanced degree. Not to mention the added bonus of contributing a morally responsible adult to the world one day. Worthwhile indeed. Thanks as always for your friendship and inspiration, Best, Amy from Florida. P.S. Why not Florida? (laughs) Because it's hot. It's hot. Oh, too great. Amy, thank you so much for that awesome and valuable feedback. That was very good. I did actually a pretty good job of reading those emails. You really did. What's going on here? I don't know. Ah, anyway. Although I do think you said number two twice, like you said when you were listing the things oh, that her I? and her brother. Yeah, but I saw you smiling over yeah. there. I was like, I did something wrong. Well, but I wasn't sure if you did it or not. Oh, okay. It could have just been in my head. Um, 
which is very possible. But I love the things that she said that her daughter is learning, you know, that, that she awesome. knows her postman and, that you know, um, the route to her school, because those are things that I grew up knowing, you know, and um, now I'm ready in my 30s to learn those things that that she lists that she learned growing up, you know, the um, being adaptable to, to different. Um, what was the word she Anyway, you know what I mean. Being yeah. adaptable, yeah, and and um, seeing more diversity, um, and so where our kids are, you know, McKenna is the same age as as her daughter, and and they have the, those things, but now I'm ready to teach them something else, right? And whether we move across town or to a different state, it will be an yeah. adventure. The, the, but the, the, at the at the same time, you know, it's a very right. it's a very sometimes painful you experience was, to, to, to pull up the roots that you have oh no absolutely and move them somewhere else because i was when we moved from the the house we lived at before here which <laughs> the first we, time we moved across town which which we dis i mean we despised that house <laughs> we really did and we moved here and i mean it was like wow this is the best thing we could do for our family right now is to to get out of here and move to here right for all these right reasons but man, when we were leaving that house behind, I was leaving the house that my daughter, you know, where, you know, this Both is, of them. you know, where, well, yeah, Matthew as well. I forget, I keep forgetting that he, we were living there when Matt was. Right. It's like, this is the, this was their home. This that is where they home. grew up. This is where they fell down and started walking. And do you remember how many this? times Megan fell down those steps? I mean, yes. she had a black eye for like months straight. People thought we beat her. Oh, man. Which we didn't then, but I do now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Stephanie. Come on. Seriously? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, um, can I tell you something that, that um, just kind of struck me last night? Yes. Um, last night, I had to go to my parents' house. My mom had bought us some um, almond milk while uh, we were on vacation. It was on sale, and she had coupons, so she bought it for us. And we had run out, so I needed to go pick it up from her house. And Megan went with me and we're driving out to now my parents live like 15 minutes from here. Right. Would you say it's it's 15 yeah, minutes? About 15 minutes. Um, and we're, we're driving out the road and coming up on my parents street, um, which is named after my family. My, um, my grandparents, um, were the first people to move onto, um, this land and you know i'm pretty sure that it the road wasn't even paved until after they moved back there <laughs> and um so so this this road is named after my family and um we're we're coming up onto the road and megan says you know what mom i would really like to move out here i would really like no she says i would really like to live out here and i said really why so i just wondering is that why and she goes I don't know if I can really explain it because I don't spend a lot of time here, but when I'm here, I feel like I'm home. Huh. I almost cried. I am I'm almost crying now because this is where I grew up and that is my home, you know, um in the sense of that's where my parents still live, you know, my grandparents um and it it was just amazing that she can feel that. You know, and that she's comfortable there. And I told her, I said, you know, uh, well, I told her, you know, when you turn onto the road there on the on the right, there's all that empty land Mm -hmm. and it was for sale a few years ago. And um, I told her, I said, I want that land right there, but your daddy doesn't want to live here. It's, you know, it's too dusty and allergies and, you know, really Really? close to mama's family. I I think (laughs) number three is, is the, I was trying to be kind. (laughs) All right. I was going to say, cause the allergies, (laughs) because I I think, I think what's appealing to what she's talking about is the fact that, you know, she, she goes out here. I mean, we obviously have some minor issues with, with neighbors and stuff like that and their kids and, and things that they say and do and and stuff like that. So is it? She's not. She, if she goes out into her backyard, it. I mean, chances are, you know, it's probably going to have the neighbors' kids in their backyard. And she goes out to the front of the house. The neighbors' kids are going to be in the front of the house. And and it, right, it, it, it frustrates her. And it she she doesn't go out very much as a result of all of that. And I think in the country, you know, you've got your own space. You can go mm-hmm. for a walk outside, Absolutely. and you don't get bothered by anybody. Oh, bugs. 
Well, mosquitoes are bad. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Right. No, I know. You, I know. You're able yeah. to go out and have peace and quiet by right. yourself. You can play a game with your family. You can do all kinds of fun stuff outside. And, and that's kind of what I'm... That's what I'm wanting. I just don't want it right. to be next to either my parents or your parents. Right. I, I understand that. I do. Um, but that's a beautiful stretch of land, and Nanny knows who owns it. And, yeah. Hmm. Anyway. And it's in Boone County, and the property cost <laughs> oh, in I Boone know. County is out of this world. So anyway, but it was just it was just such a special thing to hear her say that. And, you know, I did, I did grow up there, and, um, you know, the funny thing is, is that we grew up there, but... Um, I had a, I was surrounded by cousins who, you know, if we moved out there, well, I'll tell you what, I have a cousin who lives on the farm. Mm -hmm. Now my grandparents have like 160 some odd acres and then they have given, um, acreage to each of their kids. And, um, now they're selling off to some of the grandkids. And, um, so one of my cousins lives out there and she has, um, two small kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I talk to her, she talks about her kids being isolated, that they're so far out and there's nobody to play with and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and I said, you know, it's just such a different dynamic because when we grew up, we were all growing up together, right. you know, and we had like built in friends, whereas, you know, now her kids are alone. And then, you know, anyway, it's just, it's always different. Right. But. But Megan feels at home there, and that made me feel happy. Very cool. Well, um, I, one of the things that while we were having this conversation, I, I just want to point out that Darius is in our chat room, and he says, I just ordered two educational books from Mardell.com, and because of the sale, he got the 20% off from the sale and the 10% off from our promo code GSPN. And I want to say, Darius, thank you so much for buying from Mardell. Alrighty, um, one more email here, uh, and then I think we'll probably wrap things up. Alright, so let's see. Back over to... The, okay, this is from uh, Carrie Naughton. Okay. She writes, Dear Cliff and Stephanie, I was driving my daughter to Fort Collins, Colorado, a town about an hour and a half north of Denver, uh, for a synchronized swimming meet. When out of the blue, she says, What is Cracker Barrel? I said, <laughs> I said, what? What, let's see, I said what, what, look, I said what, what. Do you want me to read it? I think she just wrote it twice. Okay. Okay. I said what and looked and there it was, Cracker Barrel. I didn't know that there was one in Colorado. So on our way back, we stopped and had lunch. It was good as, and she says you and Steph, you and Sarah. So uh, Stephanie, you and Sarah said it was. Uh, we will definitely stop there again, Carrie Naughton. Very cool. All right. So she just basically... Uh, Said that she she knew about she, yeah, Cracker Barrel as we, we had, exactly she just we talked about it one. all the time. I know. <laughs> all right, and then uh, actually, I do have one more email, and this is from Jane. It says hi, Stephanie and Cliff. This is my first time writing, and I wanted to say I enjoy listening to Family from the Heart and the Full Time Mom. I have a question regarding the book that was mentioned on Family from the Heart in podcast episode one fifteen, one sixteen, and is this one seventeen? I have no, no, this should be 118. Is it 118? I think last week was 117. I hope I said it right in the beginning. I have no idea. All right. Anyway, uh, it, you're right. It is 118. Anyway, it's uh, the one year of dinner table devotional and discussion starters. Right. I was wondering if you could tell me what age group this book is generated at, uh, is geared at, and is there a variety of topics? My children are three and a half years old, 17 months, and I have a daily devotional book that is geared for ages four to six that we read about three to four times a week. However, I'm a little disappointed with it because it seems to cover the three topics over and over. I guess I'd like to hear a little bit more about this book to help make the decision if I should add the add it to the collection or not. Thanks a bunch, Jane. So, um, Jane, I will tell you that at if my children were three and a half and 17 months, this book probably not the book for you. No, not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet at all. Um the the funny thing is is that at three and and seventeen months they need to hear the same three things over yeah, and over again. They do. Um, it, they're probably really good three um, character traits or, or or something. You know, well, I don't know what they are, but right. but um, that at that stage they're needing to hear the same three things again. Although I understand as a mom you get tired of you know 
But um, I'd say in a few years, I'm looking at the at the Mardell website, and the description doesn't hold a um, it doesn't hold a age group. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, between Megan being 11 and and McKenna being five, Megan being 10. Sorry, almost eleven. <laughs> almost eleven. She's been rounding up, and so I've been catching myself rounding up. Nice. Anyway, um, I told Matthew he was nine the other day, and he's like, "No, mom, I'm eight. I'm like, "Well, it's close enough. Just <laughs> suck it up. Um, it's close enough that now you should be acting like you're nine and not acting like you're five. <laughs> that that was my point that I was making in that. <laughs> right. Okay. Um. So anyway, um, but. But we have between ten and five, and and they are are following along with what is, and it is covering a um, wide a wide range. variety. Last night we talked about um, last night we talked about um, believing in in Christ, but still continuing to sin because oh God's going to forgive me, right? And so sin and grace, and and talked about that. And we talked and, about um, whether or not you know when we receive a gift, do we take it for granted? Right. That that's exactly how it started out. It that was it, it was done in an extremely great discussion started away. I will say this though, McKenna, it's it's a bit over her head. It is. It, 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 it's it's even but behind. she's old enough that she's going to grow into it, and then these things are still going to be there. Yeah. You know, I would say I I would say this is perfect for uh, probably about seven to eight, starting around seven to eight years old, all the way up to probably early, early teens. Yeah, absolutely. Easily, easily. But the funny thing is, is that, you know, or not the funny thing, but the, the really cool thing is, is that if we continue to I mean, we haven't done it every day. So there are some days that we missed. So I imagine that we'll just continue to do this book for quite some time and next year on july 14th there's going to be a little thing in mckenna's mind that's going to be like i remember talking about god's grace and you know um where she might not be old enough to grasp it yet but you're still planting those seeds and yeah and she's going to remember but yeah, um, the, but yeah i'd say i'd say seven or eight would be a good start yeah, seven or eight. And then, of course, if you have a little bit younger, I think it works. In, you know, McKenna picks up a lot from the context of the conversation. Right. And so it, it's working really great for us. But I, I'm just going to be honest with Jane and just say, you know, it's yeah, probably it's not, gonna, not good food for you just yet. Right. Not yet. So uh, but, but I'm glad that you asked it, But we, you know, it you is know, it had- is for, for the for the first time. I really feel like it's the perfect devotional guide for our family right i remember and i i'd have to um i'd have to go back and look and this is going to sound terrible but what i do is um sometimes i go to our local christian store Mm -hmm. and i browse so i can hold it in my hand and look at it and see what it is and and read it and then i come back to marnell and buy it nice (laughs) i'm sorry i'm just gonna be honest and say that that's what i do but when i found this um, dinner table devotion, there were like a ton of different kinds. Oh, was so there? if you did a search for dinner table de- or one year of devotions or something like that, you're going to find a whole wide spectrum and you'll probably find one more in your age group. Maybe. Oh, look one year of devotions for kids. Uh, so let's see if this is the, um, see now if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have been able to give that bit of I information. I don't, think that that's the same company or the same you don't thing. think it is no. but there is there is a ton because this little blue square at the top of the book that says one year of um oh, is that what there it were says? a me, ton of those let me click on here and see if it takes it to some of the other do you know uh, what i'm talking yeah about? I, I do see that right there and let me just do one year search for one year and see what it pulls up i think it's the one year because the is written in the one Right. In the O of 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 the one, but um. All right, everybody went there at once, and the site's starting to respond slowly. Come on, give us a break here. No, just kidding. Um, yeah, but anyway, I don't know. I, I don't see anything else right. Okay, right well, now. I'll I'll do some more. Stephanie you know, will do some research. I will, and we will come back in episode one nineteen and see what Stephanie found. I will. I might have to make a trip to the <laughs> to the bookstore. <laughs> to the bookstore. All right. Hey, so. at least I'm honest. Yeah, you're honest. I I agree with that. All right, folks. Thank you very much for tuning in. 
to another episode of Family from the Heart. We are glad that you stop by each and every week and make us a part of your lives. We know that there are a billion other things you could be doing other than listening to us. And uh, as my friends Connie and Sheila say, we appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, folks, thank you for tuning in. Please give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline, 859-795-4067. If you want to, you can email us, feedback at gspn.tv. Uh, I've got a good new system that allows me to uh, easily track those emails without filling up my real big, huge, gigantic inbox. So God bless you all. We'll be back next week. And until then, we encourage you to join Join the the community. community.